What's up, you guys, and welcome to the Living Change Podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Ricker. My mission for this podcast is to bring encouragement and hope to my listeners through stories and experiences with God. I pray as you listen, you can really see who God is and His glory can be shown to you through today's episode. Let's go. What is up, you guys? This is Kimberly, and I've been sick. <laughs> I got a terrible bug. Um, a stomach flu, I want to say. It was just terrible. It was really awful, I will I will admit. Um, so I'm feeling a little under the weather right now, but um, I did not put an episode out last week, and I wasn't wanting to not put one out this week. Um... And I honestly just, I had, a, I've had a lot going on, um, just with life and everything, just, uh, not in my normal element and things like that. And so I just wanted to put something out this week. Um, and it's just me. Um, but I, I've, I just want to preface this episode real quick. And I know that my parents listen, um, it may hit a little hard, but I want you to know that I love you. And I've had this on my heart for the past couple of weeks and listening to my um, church's sermon today, it solidified it more for me, but just hear me out. Just know that it comes from a place of love and it's also a revelation that I feel like God give, has given me. And so just know that going into this, um, that it has a purpose and it's not because I want to badmouth anybody. It's not that I want to badmouth myself. It's literally just because I feel like God is putting this on my heart and I feel like it needs to be shared because I know that there's other people that have gone through something similar or feel like they have no purpose or feel like they, you know, whatever it is. I don't really know. Maybe they're going through something and they needed to hear something. So that's the whole point. That's the whole point of the the episode of the podcast. It's basically for the person that needs to hear it. And I feel like somebody that listens to this will need to hear this. So let me just fast, or not fast forward, but let's go back a little bit. Let's rewind. So last week I was listening to Authentic Church. If you don't know what that is, it's a podcast. Um, But they also have a church over there in like the Middle East, or like Middle East. I always say Middle East. Um, In like Central America, basically. And, um, I've just really loved their sermons. I think that they have really great content and I think they have really great messages and it always, almost always speaks to something, um, in my life. And, um, they were talking about weeds and toxic weeds and things like that and weeding things out, you know, stuff like that. I don't exactly remember what was said. I won't, I won't lie to you. I don't remember exactly what was said, but it spoke to me in a different way than I honestly thought, um, I honestly thought that it was going to be like, you know, weeding out people and da da da. And and it is, it was about that. Um, but I just kind of got convicted of some stuff and I really needed to evaluate, um, what I was doing and why I was doing the things I was doing and just why I was falling back into old habits, things like that. Um, I, I felt like I was falling back into old habits of, of, um, just, not really knowing, you know, why, right? And so I was just, I was like, man, like, why am I the way I am? <laughs> you know, that's a big question. Why am I the way I am? Um, and and I'm going to be 100% honest, you know, 
and I don't want to be, can I please say that? Like, I don't want to be honest with you guys. I don't want to say this out loud. I don't want it to come to fruition. I don't want anyone to know this about me, but it has to happen. And I just feel this push. I feel this push and it's, and it's happening right now in this moment of like my heart. I just, I feel like this momentum and I know that it's going to set me free of it now knowing that you guys know it. Um, and authenticity is is the best medicine for for healing. I honestly believe that. Um, that's why I have you guys tell your story. It's because it's to help you heal. It's to help people that are going through the same thing you've been through to also heal, to, to know that they're not alone, right? So again, maybe this is for someone that is also going through the same thing I am or has, has gone through it. Um, I've always had a hard time with lust. Lust is something I have had a hard time with for the past few years. It's something that has has lodged its way into my life on multiple occasions. And I've felt really, really bad about the decisions I've made because of lust. And, um, and I've had a really hard time with it because it's just, it's so easy to fall into. Um, to be honest, it, it just is. It's something like, oh, I got, I got this under control. I got this under control. And then all of a sudden you don't at all. Um, and that's just how sin works. Okay. Um, but what I will tell you is even, even though I've felt like, you know, I've felt like, oh man, I've, I've, I've healed from these past traumas of, of lust and what lust has done in my life. And, you know, I've, I've felt like I was healed. Well, I can tell you I was not, and I am still struggling with that. Um, you know, and I feel like everybody, even in a relationship, feels that at some point is tempted by lust is whatever. I don't feel like we are always solely going to be free from that. I think it's always going to be a thing that we we struggle with. But um, what I can tell you is God is greater than that. Um, and he will prevail and he will get you through that. Um, and I'm still going through that. So... <laughs> So with that being said, like, I just feel like I've had to make decisions and moves on, you know, what is triggering this? What are the things that trigger me um, and getting rid of those things? And that's kind of what the whole message on Authentic Church was, was them talking about weeding out the things that are going to be weeds in your life, right? And and that are, are not going to bear fruit. And so I have been attempting to make those steps and it hasn't been an easy journey, right? It's the comfortability of it. It's feeling like, oh, but, but, and then like making all these, but, and what ifs, you know, questions. And you're just kind of like, well, what if they, you know, like, I don't know, just having all these questions. And so I have had this really honestly rule my life for so long. Um, I felt out of control with it for multiple years. Um, I've made really bad, um, promiscuous decisions, um, in my past. And, um, I have had to live with that guilt for uh, a few years. Um, and I'm still living with the guilt that I've had, um, because of the choices that I've made. But again, I've made choices going forward, um, to try not to fall back into those things. Right. I mean, one of the biggest ones was literally just following God. <laughs> I mean, that was the biggest one, right? If you don't want to fall into sin, like start following God and, and you won't want to, right? 
because he gives us the Bible, right? And the Bible gives us all these tools, all these things to help us with all of the sin and how to walk by the Spirit and how to do all these things to where it's not going to be so terrible to the point where we break. Um, And we are going to break, by the way, I will say. Like, there are going to be times, you guys, where we are going to fall short, but that's where God's grace comes in. That's where Jesus you know, dying on the cross comes in. That's why he did what he did because otherwise we would have been condemned and we would have never had the chance of eternal life. So anyway, so I, I've done these things to try to help myself. I've, I've, uh, abstained from sex. I've, I've gotten rid of people out of my life and not talked to them, you know, people that in my past and, you know, I don't wish anything bad upon them. I never would. Um, I just choose to be like, okay, like this is not me. Like the choices that I made in like before God, that the, the, it just wasn't who I am. Um, I'm a very loving, kind person and making the choices that I made in my past, I don't feel like aligned with who I truly am. And so that's why it bugs me so bad is, and that's why I hold so much guilt is because of that. And so, um, Anyway, I was listening to this and I started to think about, you know, how, like, why do I struggle with lust so badly? And again, these could be just thoughts. This could be just, a, you know, trying to, f- <laughs> trying to figure out like, okay, you know, why, why, why? Oh, here's the reason. Like, I don't know if this is exactly the reason, but this is something that I feel like God kind of put on my heart. So I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. I'm not going to go into much detail as to the whole situation um, in the whole story, because I don't feel like it's all, it's all of my story to tell. But what I will tell you is that I was born out of wedlock. Um, my parents were not married when they had me. Um, and I was a a child that was not planned. I was not a planned pregnancy. Um, and so I started to think about this and I'm like, you know, why would God, why would God want me here? You know, this goes against everything that the Bible says. This goes against everything that he stands for, right? Like you, he, he says in the Bible, like you got to get married and you have to be married before you have sex and you know, all these things. Right. And, and so I'm like, but why would he choose me? I mean, why, you know? And, and then I started to think, you know, my mom could have had a miscarriage. You could have been like, you know what? Like this child is not going to be on earth. I'm, I'm going to choose for her to not go, go on. Like, I, I don't think that this is going to be right for her. And so I, my, my mom could have even easily had an abortion. She could have easily been like, you know, this isn't for me. I don't feel like this child is going to flourish in this situation. So I'm going to make that choice for her. And, and as a child that doesn't have the choice, that didn't have the choice to choose whether I was going to be here on earth or not, Man, I don't know why this hit me right now. Um, I didn't have the choice. I didn't. I, I didn't get to raise my hand and say, "Hey, I want a chance. I want a chance at life." I didn't get that chance, but my mom made that choice. And even though that she made the choices she made, and she did the things she did, she chose to have me because she felt like, you know, this is my choice. I got to lie in it. And you know, and, and that's pretty powerful. I mean, in its own thing and even just God alone, just being able to be like, nope, I, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that this child is going to come into this earth. That's why I believe that everybody has a purpose 
because because as as a child that was not born quote unquote right I guess in the right ways of God like he had a plan for my life and man he like really dug he really like threw that at me and I was like whoa whoa that's crazy so I started to think about okay God like why then why did you pick me like why why did you pick for me to be on this earth despite my parents' decisions and how I was how I was conceived, you know? And and this was a huge one for me. I I was just like dumbfounded by this answer because and I don't even I don't even know if this is an answer really, but it was something to think about, a food for thought if you will. And I just was like what if I am the difference maker in my family. Like, what if I'm the one to, even despite my upbringing, like, as far, not like upbringing, I I shouldn't say that, because I had a great upbringing, but what if, you know, my parents' choices and how I was conceived and how, how everything came about, what if that was the thing that God wanted me to change in future generations to come? And as I was listening to the sermon this morning at church, and right now it's Sunday the 26th, it's the day before Monday when I'm going to release this, um, but I was listening to the sermon and, and you know, my pastor Stan, he started talking about just this lady um, in this book, and uh, it was a story about a, a woman that was, you know, sitting over a ledge and she was thinking about committing suicide because she had felt lost and she didn't know why she was going through the stuff she was going through and all this stuff. And and she started to, you know, and she saw this guy, she saw this person across the way and, and he was working hard. He was working through the fields and he was doing his job great. He was doing it without complaints. He was just doing it. And it spoke to her in a way that made her choose life. It made her choose to make that decision to not commit suicide. And um, and little did she know that one choice was going to impact her entire legacy and her and future generations. And the person telling the story in the book is actually her, her great um, grandson. And so, you know, and he speaks out and saying, like, I'm glad she made this choice because this is what our foundation, like our family's foundation was because of this one woman this one choice. She had the choice and she chose to live because she felt like her kids needed her. And so did other, like other people in her family needed her and people that weren't even there. And so it just, it solidified it for me when I heard this story, because I was like, man, like the future that I am creating, the life that I'm living right now, is going to make an impact on somebody else that isn't here yet. And that just really like spoke to my heart. It really just put things into a bigger perspective. This isn't about me. This is about other people in my family that like my grandkids, my kids, you know, I, I never really thought about having kids. Um, it, it's all, I mean, I did and I didn't. There's been moments where I'm like, no, like I don't really want kids. And there's times where I'm like, no, I really want kids. And I go back and forth. But, you know, if I'm honest with myself, I do want children. 
and I, I've been thinking about them <laughs> and I don't even know them. And that's the best part is like, I talk like I, I already know that I'm going to have kids in plural. Like what? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? But I, I think about them. I think about my future kids and, and what my future kids are going to be like and how I want them to live and how I want them to um, know Jesus and, and know that this is because of the stuff that I've gone through, because of the, the hardships and the, and the trials that I've gone through in my life. Like I, I get to choose that for them and, and knowing that the choices that I'm making now are going to come to fruition eventually with them. And that's just, that's such a powerful, powerful thing. In my opinion, I just think that that's such an amazing thing to think about. It's not about you. Nothing that you're going through is about you. It's always about somebody else. And it's not even just about kids, you guys. It's not even just about your future children. This is about other people that you're going to meet. It's about, that's why this podcast is here, you guys. That's why I'm, I'm, I would do testimonies in the first place. This isn't for you. This is for the one sheep. This is for the person that is like, oh my gosh, I needed that. It's the person that is lost. It's, it's for the person that doesn't know God that doesn't believe in God. And I solely believe that God is bigger than the people that don't believe. I think that if he, if he truly is who he says he is, he can and will turn them to him and he will bring them home. Man, I just, there's so many thoughts in my head right now. (laughs) I just, there's so many thoughts going on. And as I, as I reflect on, on that, just solely based on based on the idea of what we say, what we do, how we live our life is for other people. I think about this too. This last week I was talking to a friend who is an atheist. He had posted about a song and um, it was a song called um, I Don't Think Jesus, I believe is what it's called. Um, And I knew this guy was an atheist. So I thought it was really weird how he posted the song. And I was just like, this is interesting. I wonder what that's about. So I actually messaged him and I, and I said, so you must like the melody, not the words? Because why would you like the song otherwise, right? This is like, this is like talking about Jesus and who he is like in this song, okay? And it just didn't make sense to me you know, and he continues, and I'm not going to go into every detail of our conversation because I don't feel like that's right. Um, It's definitely a private conversation, and I don't want to put him on blast like that. Um, But we got into this conversation, and, you know, and he's explaining himself and how he doesn't believe and things like that. And I'm not sitting there condemning him. I'm not sitting there saying, well, why don't you believe? Like, how dare you? You know, I'm not, I'm not the type of person to ever try to prove anybody wrong. Um, But I just felt like the conversation, it was a good conversation. He heard what I had to say. I heard what he had to say. There was no like ill will. There was no, like, I didn't feel like he was trying to prove me wrong. He was just stating what he believed. And I, and I'm not going to sit there and try to convince anyone that they should believe in God because that's God's job. That's Jesus's job. That's not my job. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm going on and on about this and you know, he just ends it with, I guess we'll find out when we die. And I said, yeah, I guess we will, you know, and, um, 
and I just ended it and I just said I'm I'm actually really I've actually really enjoyed this conversation and I just said thank you for chatting with me and I appreciate your point of view and I said I hope you have a good day and I um and I just I always will support you just as a person right and um and I just want to say you know I don't know what that conversation is going to do and we don't really know. We won't know. Some of the stuff that, that we, some of the choices we make aren't going to always come to fruition. We're not going to see that stuff. Um, we can only plant seeds. That We're the seed planters. That's what we do as Christians. We try to plant the seed as much as possible to whoever needs to hear and hope that it plants and hope that it grows fruit. That's, that's hope hoping that God will do his job with that person and then praying for those people. That's our job. Our job is not to sit here and and try to convince anybody of anything. It's literally to just say, you know, like this is this is what I know. This is what I believe. And I just hope that you can see that, you know, and go from there and I just feel like, you know, I I I prayed for him multiple times in the past couple weeks. Um, actually a couple days, it's only been a couple days. Um, and I just, I just had this like overwhelming sense of like, you know what? Like God's got him. Even if he doesn't believe in him, he's got him. And we don't know what these atheists are going through. We don't know what these people are going through to make them think or feel the way that they feel. You know, they could have gone through so much trauma in their life that they just, they're so blinded by that. And, um, all that to say, all, that story was mainly to get across that, you know, we make choices. I could have chose to sit there and try to convince him of who God is and all this stuff and whatever. I could have been like, well, how can you like think like that? Like, you know, pointing fingers at him saying like, you're wrong and this, that, whatever. That's what our that's what our world is all about at this point right now. It's about the politics and pointing fingers and saying, you're wrong. My viewpoints are right. And that's just not okay. Um, everybody's going to believe what they want to believe. Um, but our job is to literally love other people and the way that I chose to love my friend in that moment was to basically just show him that I appreciated his point of view and that I hoped that he did well on his stuff and his life and everything and I again I still I still have have love for this guy like as far as like friends you know he's my friend and I'm not gonna sit there and do that and so Anyways, I just want you guys to know that, you know, the choices that you're making right now could impact somebody else, um, even if we don't see it. Um, And same thing with, you know, that story of the woman and the suicide, you know, that the other guy, and this is what Stan said, you know, the, the guy that was working had no idea what kind of impact he made just by working, just by consistently working, consistently just, just grinding honestly his work ethic spoke to that woman in a way that he doesn't even understand and so the things that even even with not even with our walk with God you guys just how we live our life in general and how we choose to love people that's going to impact people that's that's the thing that's gonna um that's what's going to help this world is by choosing to do right 
choosing to love other people around us. And that could be just a simple like, hey, thinking of you, I hope you're doing well. Like, that's it. I mean, it could be that. It could be, you know, tithing more. It could be, um, gosh, giving to someone on the street. It could be doing an act of service for someone at work. It could be whatever it is, right? But that one thing could really impact someone and future generations to come. And I guess that's my whole message. God puts us through things to help others and to help ourselves become stronger in our faith, stronger in our walk with God. And I totally believe that. I I totally believe that he's there to help us, encourage us, make us stronger. And uh, the trials we're going through is not because he wants to condemn us or, or pay us back for wrongdoings. That's not at all what he wants us to do. But he, he wants to put us through stuff to make us strong, to make our faith strong. And um, honestly, just help other people. But that's my message this week. And I may just close this with a prayer and, um, and go from there. So uh, let, me just, let me just pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to speak life into other people. And I pray that anything that I said this, this morning... Um, can hopefully speak to someone, um, and you would allow that to happen. I pray that um, as I continue with this podcast, that it, it can help somebody else and could bring someone closer to you. I pray that this episode can can bring people to you more and can show you who you are through that through the message that I'm sending. I just thank you again for this opportunity and thank you for showing me these things so that I could give it to someone else. And uh, I just love you and give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a good week, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast today. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share the podcast with someone that may need to hear the message as well as leave me a review and a rate. This helps me out a ton and gets my podcast out to more people. I appreciate you guys so much. We'll see you next time.